0: Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ. I love you, and once again, here's today's message. Be blessed. Finish good if you want to finish good. You know, it's your choice. It's up to you. You know, I and I did a, a, a message about that a long time ago. I said, it's your choice. It's up to you. And i talked about my own daughter then. You know, she had went, uh, she was in the military, and she went um, AWOL right. from the military, and... Uh, we was on a women's retreat when she called me, yep. and she texted me and told me she was gonna leave the military. So I texted back and said, "Well, I hope you leave right." Mm-hmm. And so, and I had a choice to make right then too. I could either enjoy the women's retreat, or I could worry about what she was ta- what she was gonna do. And I chose to enjoy the women's retreat, Amen. and I had a good time. We had a good time, a shower a good time. And so I thank God for it. Uh, she made some bad choices, and she had to uh, endure it, but well, she did uh, go AWOL. But it was because she was not getting medical treatment like she needed to, But and, uh, and they went a little easier on her. Thank God, you know, God is so good, He's so merciful. But um, but uh, she wound up going back and doing the right thing and doing it the right way. So, Amen. you know, but Amen. but our decisions, that I can't stress that enough. The decision that we make in life, they're going to follow us forever. Amen. Forever. Amen. You know, I worked in the uh, court system. If you got a record, if you were arrested and you had a record, it follows you everywhere you went. Some job we can't even go on because, um, have because we have a record, you know, and it follows us. And I said that to get your key point two, which it says that Moses has passed. But the leader lives on, and the leader that I'm talking about is God. Amen. You know, He is. He He never, never dies. You know, He's always there. You know, we have we've had leaders throughout the Bible. You know, different leaders, but God is right there with them. You know, and He told you know He told Moses, uh, Joshua several times um, when He was uh, leading him um, that. You know, stand strong, you know, let me see if I got the right. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And, and saying that, I want us to turn to Genesis 15 and 13. That, that goes to show us, um, and I'm just going to read it right quick. because uh, It says, then he said to Abram, knowing certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years and also the nation whom they serve I will judge afterwards mm-hmm. they shall come out with great possessions that's coming from Genesis so that's letting us know that um, the Israelites this was um, this was back in Genesis that this was predict that uh, God gave this to Abraham um, and told him that his descendants was going to be great but that they were going to be enslaved for 400 years. So that, that lets us know that the Israelite had no control over that because we know God's word is true. Amen. And we know that if God said it, then it's going to happen. That's just, it's just know, we're fans us about it. You know, that's how I believe. If God said it, then that's it. You know, that's it, it's gonna, it's, that's it. And that's how I believe. If God said it, that's, you know, that's it. That's, you know, that's, it. that's, that's it with me. And it says that the first time, you know, he appeared in Canaan, um, is Genesis 12 and seven, it says that, then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your descendants, I will give this land. And he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And it said, you know, in my reading, I found out that um, when Abraham built the altars, they were to pray and to worship. But also I found, I learned that when he built the altars, They were there as a reminder of God's promise. So, you know, so this is good for you because I learned while I was, you know, trying to do my outline (laughs) Pastor. Then in Genesis 26 and 3, it says, dwell in this land. And this is where, this is the first time that God, the Lord, appeared to um, Isaac um, in Canaan. He says, dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you for you and your descendants. I give all these, all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. So he, he was letting them know that what he told Abraham he was, he was telling Isaac and that it was going to be, it was going to come to pass. So the Israelites didn't have any control over that. We know what all happened. We know that there was a famine. They wound up going to Egypt. We know the story. They wound up going to Egypt and they um uh, uh, uh to, to live there with Joseph, the one whom they had sold into slavery. And they, they lived a good life for a minute. They lived a good life for a minute. But then once the Pharaohs changed, then the life for them changed. So, therefore, that's the slavery for 400 years that they had to endure. But uh, in John 1 and 2, God says, But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God, those who believe in his name. So, although they were enslaved, you know, sometimes God had, you know, uh, things happen so that we can keep our focus, you know, we right, lose yeah. focus of who we're supposed to be uh, looking at, we lose that focus and sometimes things happen so that we can get back on track, he can put us back All on right, track yeah. and so uh, but we got that you know, that same promise that God gave to the Israelites, that promise is there for us too, you know if we if we say that we're his children then we have the rights just as they had, you know, we have those same rights that the Israelites had um, I think that's key point two. We're going to move on down to key point three. It says, he never asked us to do anything without empowering us to do it. And so and that is true. You, we, we know that when Moses was there, uh, he never asked us to do anything without empowering us to do it. And so, um, we know that Moses, uh, when he was there, he uh, He had an excuse, he said he couldn't talk well. We know God had to move him out. He was 40 years old when he left Egypt and went out. And we know that during those 40 years, God prepared him uh, and got him ready in order for him to come back uh, to free his people. He had to get him ready. Sometimes he has to get us ready so that we can do the things that we need to do. We know that uh, Pastor Jay is, is leading us now, but we know that uh, the leader, you know, a good leader is going to always leave, you know, have somebody in training, that they're training to take their place. You know, they don't think that they're going to be there forever. You know, we can't think that we're going to, you know, sometimes, you know, I was looking at something that said that so many people think that they never prepare a will. And uh, they do that because they think they're going to live forever. We're not going to live forever. You know, so we need to uh, be prepared, you know, prepare for, for what's coming up. Uh, we know death is coming, we need to be prepared. You know, some You know some people go out and I commend them when they make their own arrangements and they do all the stuff that they, they need. I commend them because it takes a lot of pressure off the family, yes. but let us not live as though we're gonna live forever. Amen. Moses didn't live like he was gonna live forever because he had somebody that he was, he was uh, preparing to take his place. Our pastor didn't live like he was gonna live forever because he was preparing someone to take his place. And so we thank God that He set him in place, and we know—I know for myself—I don't know about y'all, but I'm just telling you what (laughs) Sister Laura knows is that um, our pastor was okay with everything because he knew he had somebody that was that was capable of handling the job. So you know, when his transition was an easy one, I know it. I wasn't there, but I know it was because he knew things were gonna go on just as he keep done. And, and so many times when, um, I know I haven't got your description yet, but I'm coming. Uh, so many times we, um, when, we we're, when we're in training, you know, and I, I've been a supervisor before, and um, after I retired, I said I didn't want to be one again. You know, I just want to just go work where well, it'd be easy. But being a super being over somebody is, is a hard job. Oh and I appreciate Pastor Jay, because I know what he's dealing with because I deal with people. You have different people, different attitudes, and a lot of things to you, that you're going to go through. Mm-hmm. And so, with that, saying saying that with him pastoring us, he has different people, different attitudes, right. and different different things that he's going through. So, But we can make it easy because if we act God-like, if we act like Christ is living within us, right. then we're going to be Okay, we're going to do what God requires us to do. Pastor not Pastor I not going to have to be up nights nice worrying about uh, it's new beginning doing this, it's new beginning doing that, because we're going to be doing what we're supposed to be doing. Now we're going to get to these scriptures. <laughs> we're going to get to these scriptures. Y'all this is Laura. She kind of do things all over the place. But um, In Joshua 1 and 5, and my tie-rider broke, so I had to... Had the head right out my but it's all good. It's good. It says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. He told him that. He didn't just say that one time. He said it several times, about three times, I think. I say, uh, uh, he said that several times to let him know that I'm with Moses, I'm going to be with you. No doubt about it, you know, then he, was, he told him again, so he was you know, right. as I was with Moses, I'm gonna be with you, and then he told him again. As I was with Moses, I'm gonna be with you. As he was with pastor, he's gonna be with pastor. Right. As he was with pastor, I'm telling you three times, he's gonna, he was with pastor. Right. As he was with pastor, he's gonna be with you, right. you know. That's no if, answer, but about it. He says that, um, but, you know, and people think, you know, um, Joshua was, was um, as I was reading and studying, Joshua was Moses', was Moses assistant for about 40 years, okay? And um, sometimes, you know, when we assist somebody, we want to take over. But, you know, I know where I read it now, that I see what Joshua tried to take over. He was there, he was his assistant, and he did what he, what he was, was supposed to do, when he was supposed to do it. And you know, when I was reading that, I found out too that, you know, Joshua was was not, you know, he was not a dumb man. He was a brilliant military leader. Um, and then one thing it said in there, uh, that I was reading and I was studying, it said, Joshua listened right, yeah. and he obeyed, all right, okay? All right. Joshua listened and he obeyed. So when the transition for him to take over, he was ready all right. yeah. because he, you know, because he was prepared, he didn't go in there and try and take over Moses' job. You know, he he watched him. He looked, you know, saw what he was doing. That's what we need to be doing. You know, sometimes I'd be sitting there and I don't take my eyes off of the pastor. Day he pops it. What is wrong with her? But that's okay. You know, I, you know, but I'm trying to take it in. You know, I'm trying to take in what what you're saying. I'm trying to take it in because it's a new new style, but it's still God's word. And so I'm trying to get all I can get. You know, cause. Is greeting. I'm greedy with food, but I'm greedy with the word, too. You know, I like to eat, and I like to eat. So, I'm just going to say, and also, you know, God gave that to Joshua. told him, he said, as I was with Moses, I'll be with you. But God told us, too, in Matthew 28, 20, he said, uh, teach them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And that's what Pastor Pastor has been teaching us. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the words. So we got that promise, too. He said that as I was with Moses, as I was with Joshua, he says, I'm going to be right there with you. So God is just right there with us. Amen. He's right there with us. Um, then in Joshua 3 and 7, the Lord says to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know. That as I was with Moses, he's going to be with you. In Joshua 4 and 14, he says that um, on that day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they feared him. And as they had feared Moses all the days of his life. And I, I'm i not stopping to do the scriptures because y'all have them right there and you can turn to them, okay? Um Pastor would be nice to him, he'd stop and he was a stupid, I'm not gonna be nice to y'all. If I stop. But, and I wanted to go back, you know, he says, and they feared him. And that was not fear, fear. It was a reverential fear. It. He says that it, it indicated that they respected him. Respect. They reverenced him. They was in awe of him. It was no terror or anything like that involved. And that's what we got to do for our pastor. We've got to uh, show respect reverence him and be in awe of of him it says the israelite obeyed joshua in the same way that they obeyed moses and so that means that we got to obey our joshua in the same way that we obeyed our moses that's what that's what the word is telling us we got to obey our joshua in the same way we obeyed our moses the respect that we gave Pastor, be Pastor Lester Bell Sr. is the same respect that we got to give Pastor Lester Bell Jr. We got to give him that same respect. So, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, y'all can be mad if you want, but I'm just saying, so I'm just telling you. So, so, and then I'm gonna go on to, what am point four? It says, everything begins with faith. He says the absence of it resulted in the wilderness years. And Deuteronomy 2 and 7 says, for the Lord your God has blessed you in all the works of your hand. Mm -hmm. He knows uh, you're trudging through this great wilderness. These 40 years, for the, for, for these 40 years the Lord your God has been with you. You have lacked nothing. And you know what, even though they were, even though the Israelites, we know that they were going around for the forty years because they didn't didn't obey what God asked them to do. But Moses brought them out. What should have been I'm gonna do uh, Deuteronomy one and two. It was an eleven day journey from Korah by way of Mount Sira right. to Kadesh. So eleven days, years. and they wind up journeying forty years. And so sometimes we can, we can we can take something that we, we might need to be in for 11 days and we can journey around with that thing for 40 years and we right. can be in it for 40 years. Right. And so it's just letting us know that we um, need to make sure that we have our eyes on the prize and do what God says to do. Had they had the faith that Caleb and Joshua had, it wouldn't have took that long. All right. All right. They would have got, you know, got the them, but no, they had to walk around in their wilderness years. You know, I often hear elders say to me, "Where well, um, people do a lot of things, but to me, sometimes when it takes people 40 years, when they turn 40, things start to change and for You know, I'm 40 years old, and I'm still living in my mama house. What's the wrong with that? I'm 40 years old, and I don't have nothing. I don't have nothing to show for it. I don't even have a car. I'm still riding bicycle, so, You know, and that. And, Forty years. Yeah, 40 years. You know, you don't have anything to show for it. You know, all we got to do is serve God. And he said that if we serve him, he'll give us the desires of our heart. We talked about that in Sunday school. He, you know, he'll, he'll give us what we need when we serve him. And if we're obedient to his word. And then it says, um, in Luke 4, 1, it says, then Jesus was being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan, and it's all tied up in here because that's what they crossed over from Jordan to Canaan, um, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And I want to do Mark 1 and uh, 12 and 13. It says, Immediately, the Spirit drove him into the wilderness, and he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan, and with the wild beast and the angels ministered to him. Oh, so yeah. those 40, year, 40 days that um, Jesus was, tempt, was tempted in the wilderness uh, is kind of compared to the 40 years that um, the, Israel, the Israelites traveled around in circles uh, on this 40, 40 year journey that could have been 11, 11, days, days. So 11, 11 days, 11 days. But we know that when Jesus was out there on his journey um, in the wilderness, he was tempted by the devil. But what did he give him? The Word of God. And So when we're out there on our journey and we're going through some things, um, we need to uh, fight with the Word of God and tell you what you need to fight with. because uh, Jesus told him, you know, he told him, command these stones be into bread. He said, no, man shall not live by bread alone. That's the word of God. So, you know, whatever the word, you know, what, <clears throat> the word that you need, that's what you need to use. And we can't use it if we don't know it. You know, we can't use it if we don't know it. So we just need to make sure we use, use God's words to help us fight our battles. You know, we're going to, you know, as I said before, we're all going to transition. We all, we have, we transition daily. We go through things daily. But you know what? God is right there. But you know what? When we're going through these things, we need to be thankful, too. And, you know, I, I'm going through some things right now. But you know what? Every time I look, look up, I just say, Lord, I thank you. No, that's right. I praise I give glory to you. Amen. Because you know what? it's up to me how long I want to stay in, in, oh, right. in uh, It's up to you how long you want to stay in, in, in whatever you're going through. So you can praise your way and make it easy while you're going through or you can just oh, how pitiful me. I can't, you know, I'm, I'm uh, I have to do this every day. I have to do that every day. And, um, and But you don't worry. You know I don't worry about the things that I have to do every day. I don't because... Yeah, I thank God that I'm able to do because some people don't have uh, parents that they, you know, to that's to uh, do for them. So right. while they're here, I'm going to love them. But, you know, the Word of God says, yes. I'm going right. what the Word says. Hallelujah. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So, you know, yes, I have to get up and go up there every day. Every morning I get up like I'm going to a job and I'm uh, fix breakfast, I give medicine, and then I go back every evening and do the same thing. But you know what? I want to live a long time. I don't want to short my day, so I'm going to do what I can while I can. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to honor my parents. I'm going to do what I can do for them. And that I can't, you know, I don't worry about it, but I'm going to, while I'm here, I'm going to do it. I, you know, before I come to church, people don't realize that i be been with, um, I do to fix breakfast for my mom and dad. Gave medicine for my mom and dad. Helped my mama get dressed for church. That's all before I come to church. But it's all good. You know, it's all good. You know, I'm not complaining because I thank God because I still got them with me. You know, some people don't. You know, wish they could do what I'm doing for their mom and dad. So we need to learn how to be appreciative and learn how to love. You know, love our mothers and fathers. You, because you know, I just told you the word says that, honor him and you're gonna live alone. And so, you know, God's word said that, so I believe that. So, you know, I can't help but to do it. I can't, you know, I can't not do it because I want to live a long time. So I'm gonna do what it takes. I'm gonna do what He says. I'm gonna be obedient to His word because I wanna live. I don't know about y'all, I wanna live. So I'm, am gonna do it. I'm gonna do what, what it takes. Now I never got where I was. <laughs> okay, keep going six. Five. That was where? Five. Five. I told you I never got where I was. me down, Lord. It says Canaan represents the promised land I already talking about that. Um, and I got down here, Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, yeah. thoughts of peace and not of evil, yeah. to give you a future and a hope. Yeah. It, yeah so, so you know what? Yeah. If I'm not doing for, for what I'm doing for my parents, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then uh, I can forget that, you know. And I'm tell, I'm saying that for the young people out here too. You got your parents there. Make sure you honor your parents. You love them. Take care of them. You want to live a long time. Take care of your parents. That's God's word. You know, he can't come short of his word. God don't lie. That's right. <coughs> he, he can't lie. He's not a man.
1: No, so he told me,
0: honor my mother and father that I'm gonna live long. Well, I'm gonna live a long time, you <laughs> I'm gonna live a long time, because I'm gonna honor him. And then, um, in Philippians 4 and 19, it tells us that, um, and my God shall supply your, all your needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So you don't have to worry about anything. That's, that's, uh, I'm going to be living in that promised land because God said that he'll give me everything I need. I'm just, you know. <clears throat> and then we said in, in um, Sunday school this morning that <clears throat> if we don't get it, we don't worry about it. We probably didn't need it anyway. Yeah, you know, we probably didn't need it. Amen. You know, but he said he'll give us what we need. He'll supply. And he'll give us some, I want He'll give us some of our desires. Because, you know, I believe that he said that he would. He would. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thank God for it. He said, but he said that, um, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prosper. God wants us. That's His word, and that's what He wants for us. He wants us to be prosperous. He wants us to be in good health. And uh, we know we did our series about good health not long ago. And if we want to be in good health, it's required. We have some things that we have to do. That means that we have to eat healthy. We have to exercise. And um, Pastor Jay said, eat plenty of fruit and vegetables. Eat plenty of fruit and vegetables. So, but that's all a part of it. God said in his word for us to do it, but we have to be obedient to his word. We can't go out and uh, think we can drink sodas and eat candy bars all the time and, and think we're gonna be healthy. We're not gonna be healthy. We're not. No Oreos. We can't, we can't do it. And I like soda. I like candy bars too. Yeah. I can't eat that all the time and think I'm gonna be healthy. But I do like vegetables and I like I like that fruit too. But uh, we can't eat, eat, eat that all the time and think we're gonna be healthy. Yeah. In Proverbs ten and twenty two, he says, "The blessing of the Lord makes it rich and adds no sorrow to it." And that's God's blessing. And the only way we're gonna be able to get His blessings, we gotta walk in obedience to God's word. We got to walk in obedience to His word. And you know, I was. Um, then I go and I went to Key Point 6 without even telling that. because says, in order to transition, we must have a mind change. And yeah. you know, I've been reading this book by Doris um, Myers, and she's talking about mind change. And so we can't think, you know, and, and then now, you know, people say, it too, we can't do this. If you're doing the same thing, you can't do the same thing and then expect some different results. Because that's, that's, that's near insanity. That's what that is. <laughs> So, I can't eat some Cokes and and candy bars and think I'm gonna lose some weight. No, that's just insanity. That's just insanity. I I need to be on those fruits and vegetables if I wanna lose some weight and some exercise to lose some weight. So, um, but we need to do that. It says that, um, Joyce, you know, in in the book saying that in order for us to transition, we got to have a mind change, too. And that's coming from Romans 12, 2, where it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So <clears throat> that's part of the mind change. So in order for us to transition, our minds have to be changed. We couldn't we can keep our, you know, we love our pastor, uh, Senior, our, our Moses, that passed. But we still have to transition and we got to have a mind change so that we can love Pastor Jay and do what he says to do. And then it says, Philippians 4 and 8 says, finally, brother, this is all in the mind change. We can't think the same way that we've been thinking and think we got, we done had a mind change. You know, because we've been thinking all our lives, we got to change the way we think and change the way we think about people. Do you know that uh, I was reading this book and, and you know it's true too, that people, and Pastor Jay said it too, that people can feel you. No they know what you think about them. No and so, you know, I was reading Joy's book and I thought putting some of the stuff that she was saying into practice and it says that, you know, before you know, I might feel some type of way, but I'm not gonna think that type, you know that way about that person. I'm gonna start thinking good things about him, and yeah. I'm gonna start thinking you know even before I meet you know we, before we come into contact, I'm gonna start thinking good things and good thoughts. And so when I meet that person, then they're gonna feel the good thoughts and the good things from me, and and uh, it's gonna be good. And so that's what we need to do, and that's what that and you know what God told us to do. it. Joyce, Joyce put it in her book, but God had already told us to do it yeah. in Philippians 4 and 8. He yeah. said, finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So, he, you know, God, you know, Joyce just wrote it, put it in her book, her style, but... But God just told us what to do. So we need to be had that mind change. We need to start thinking different about people. You want your children um, to act good. You ain't gonna be that boy show is bad, he's gonna be mad. You know, because you are put, you putting it out there. You speaking it out there. But then when you say, Oh no, you're good, you know. We always tell my little um, great Lisa, you're so smart. Oh, you, you you can do anything you're so smart you and uh they are smart. I can't lay nothing down, without I had to come taking the chop on you now she unscrew and she did and she's going in the refrigerator she's so smart she, she is smart so I, I had to keep up with her you know, I, I babysit her a little bit I said she's so smart she be doing doing something she get this one book, she got one book she loved. It is the one time. God, it's, it says, uh, Jesus loves me. That's oh, what it's starting to go on through, you know. And um, she loved that book. I read it every day, two or three times a day. Amen. But it's all good. No how many times I have to read it, I'm just going to read it. But God is just good. Did I do my key point? Uh, seven. Okay. <laughs> Did I read it? Oh. And you know what? I don't have the scripture down either. Um, Deuteronomy 7 and 6 says, I'm put it on something. You gotta help. Speak, speak up and read it for me right quick. Yeah. Now holy people unto the Lord thy God, the Lord thy God has chosen thee to be a special people, a select, the law people that are upon the face of the earth. Amen. And. Amen. and joshua 20 24 and 15 it says choose for yourself this day whom you will serve but the gods house. which your father served are that were on the other side of the river are the gods of the amorites in whose land you dwell but as for me and my house we are going to serve the lord so you know a mind change starts with making good choices that's what that's that's keep on saying a mind change starts making good choices. So we have to make good choices. It's up to you what choice you make. And those choices are going to follow you. As I said in the beginning, um, they will follow you forever. But you know, when I was reading about Joshua, um, Joshua did good. I mean, he served good. He did what God asked him to do. He brought the people over. And you know, um, they went into battle. <clears throat> Although Joshua was a great military man, the battle wasn't about him being there, and he didn't even fight him that way anyway, because he was instructed by God, and God um, took, you know, took it because he said when they came into the land, they didn't go in there to take the land; they went in there to receive the land because the land was already given to them. So that's just a little key point. I didn't put that in there, but uh, that's just a little, little, uh, little note for you. That he went in, they went to receive the land because it was it was already theirs. They didn't have to go take it because it belonged to them already. So and and um, when Josh Joshua was a good root, good ruler, he was a good leader. Um, it says in here from you know from my reading, it says um, that the Israelites, as long as Joshua was living, they did what was right. Amen. Now that's something, isn't it? So we know Pastor J gonna do good. We know Pastor J gonna do just like our Moses did. Amen. He gonna get somebody ready to be his Joshua. Amen. And, and um, they're going to do what, what uh, Pastor Jay said. They're not going to come in there and try and take over. Right, Y'all hear me, whoever the Joshua <laughs> is. They're not going to come in there and try and take over. Oh my they're going um, to let him lead yeah. them. Yeah. They're going to be following his instructions. Yeah. They're going to uh, do um, everything that they can to help him. This is what his Joshua is going to do. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Pastor Jay is gonna, you know, it's gonna transition. We're going, you know, we transition. That's what Pastor Jay's Josh was gonna do. Right. You know, I'm just telling them right now, because yeah. uh, we don't want to have to put them in check, say all this out, you know, because we will. But uh, <laughs> we know that God... Y'all know Sister But I'm just saying, know, that Joshua that he has, that he's going to put in place. We know he's going to put in one. Uh, Pull over my hair one for him. We don't know. But and he can train them all, you know, all the way. Yeah. So we just thank God for for uh, the Joshua, our Moses, leaving us a Joshua. And we thank God that when this, when this Moses, he's going to be Moses then. You're <laughs> going to have Joshua uh, Like I say Joshua ain't going to come in here trying to take over Joshua going to be just like Moses I mean, Moses gonna be, I mean Joshua going to be Just like Joshua was to Moses He's going to be his assistant You know he's going to be uh, Let Moses Tell him what to do When to do and he's going to be willing to do There to learn I'm just, I'm just prophesying That, that Joshua is just going to come Amen. And so it's, it's going to come uh, I had some thoughts over there, but I was seeing Lord, and didn't put that in uh, one of that Give y'all that last little things to remember. Yeah. I got so, the final. Take the other page. Okay. It says remember what God has done. That's what we need to do. Uh, face the future by remembering your past. You know, mm-hmm. right yeah. now. Because you don't want to repeat some of the stuff that, you know, I I can tell you one for me. You know, I got a past. We all have a past. But I don't want to do some of the things that I've done back in the past, you know, back there. So, I'm, you know, and the only way I cannot not do it is just remember, okay, you've been and done that. You don't want to do that anymore. <clears throat> then, uh, two, it says, remember who you are. You are not who you used to be. You are God's child. Okay, I ain't what I used to be. I'm God and God. I said, right thinking and right attitudes are the roadmap that allow us to reach our destination. Amen. And then it says, a good life is not one that is entirely trouble-free. So, we, you know, God didn't promise us that we weren't going to have to go through anything. Yeah. He didn't say that. But because we love God, because he's a part of our lives, he's going to be right there with us and carry us while we're going through these things and uh, he's gonna make every, all our burdens light. Amen. He'll make them light. He says, um, but if, uh, okay, let me go back. A good life is not one that is entirely trouble free, but it's one that can always be enjoyed because we trust God and we have thought filled with hope, and a good attitude. And, and the last one is it's so easy. Your attitude will determine your altitude. Mm-hmm. So the attitude that we have is going to determine where we go in life. So uh, I'm just telling you put on a good attitude. Do what's right in the sight of God. Love God. Love one another. You know, we only had. New command the brother will always say that he left for us to do. He knew, he knew us, he knew we couldn't fulfill all of it. So all, of all that he does. So he said, I want them to give them two and see if they can do that. <laughs> so we only have two. So <clears throat> he says to love God, and then we have to love each other. And that's, that's it's just that simple. And that's if that's how we're gonna transition. The right attitude. That's, that's it for you. Woo!